0: hello to all you eagles fans out there this is episode 12 of the missing link podcast your connection to the eagles through the eyes of a fan today we're going to catch up a little bit on the minnesota vikings game and look ahead to this primetime sunday night matchup against the dallas cowboys We are back in the saddle. Sorry for that long break. Had a great vacation, and I actually got engaged. Hi, (laughs) Samai. So someone (laughs) actually said they want to listen to me and my podcast for the rest of their life. So pretty incredible stuff. Let's get into the game last week. The Minnesota Vikings game, I'm not going to dwell too much on it because I don't think there's too much to say. I talked about in the preview how they have great receivers. We don't have the secondary to really keep up with them. And if Kirk Cousins was on, we were going to get crushed. And that's exactly what happened. Carson did everything he possibly could to get us back into that ballgame, come roaring back, and it was just really frustrating to watch. I mean, we just got to stop with this getting into holes that are 10, 12, 14, 21 points deep. It's just unacceptable. And you can't expect any quarterback or any offense to come back and save the day every single week. The defense has to show up too. I think if we see them in the playoffs in Philadelphia, I don't think we have anything to worry about. I think we can handle them. But this was just one of those situations where they were playing pretty hot. They had Thielen, Diggs. Kirk Cousins played his like, lights out. That was not the Kirk Cousins of old, although he has played pretty well against us pretty much every single time, even when he was with the Redskins. That game is a wash. I think it's important to put that aside. Look ahead. Let's concentrate on Dallas because this is really the game of the week because it's going to actually decide who's going to be in first place in the NFC East. Let's look at the initial injury report. Obviously, it's not going to be finalized until Sunday afternoon, but The Eagles are going to be without Nigel Bradham. He's not going to be able to play. Deshaun Jackson hasn't practiced all week. He's not going to play either, which is a huge loss. I really was hoping he was going to be able to make it back in time to help stretch the field. Timmy Jernigan's not going to be able to play. Avante Maddox is also out. Jason Peters, left tackle, is not going to play either. So Andre Dillard, our first-round draft pick this year, is going to get his first start. Not an ideal matchup considering you have Robert Quinn across from you, but hopefully we throw some backs hopefully some chips, maybe some tight ends, I think we'll be able to help control him because he played decently well during the preseason and he has played this year as a third offensive tackle on heavy sets. So he's gotten an experience, not going to be his first rodeo. Hopefully he holds up really well. We can kind of see what we have with him for the next 10 to 15 years, barring it all goes well. The Cowboys, on the other hand, are getting healthier they had multiple people in the injury report like Amari Cooper with a quad injury looks like he's going to end up playing clearly not going to be 100% which is a big deal Lowell Collins the right tackle as well as Tyrone Smith their left tackle also is going to be playing they were limited in practice this week but anytime you can get both of your starting tackles back that's a huge deal especially because last week they were just getting eaten alive on the edges by the Jets so having both of his starting Tackles is going to be big for Dak Prescott getting the protection that he needs. Dallas is pretty beat up themselves, so it's not a situation where the Eagles are down a bunch of players and Dallas is fully healthy. There's going to be definitely some walking wounded, some injuries that are going to probably take into account protection schemes, route running, things like that. And we'll see how far Mari gets when the game actually starts. On the upside, Jalen Mills is finally back from his mystery foot injury that occurred last October, so he'll be starting on the outside at cornerback, and Ronald Darby is questionable, but it sounds like he'll play, so we'll finally have our starting cornerbacks back, and they're going to need it against this Dallas Cowboys offense, so let's start there with the Cowboys offense. The Cowboys are currently 3-3, three and three, same as the Eagles, coming off three straight losses, pretty tough road matchups, you have the Saints, Green Bay, but last week was a cakewalk and they actually lost to the Jets. The Dallas offense is good. It's 10th in the NFL, averaging 25.5 points per game. And from a yardage perspective, they're second total in the league at 443 yards. Broken down even further, passing yards, they're third in the NFL with 305 per game. And rushing, they're seventh with 138.8 per game. Offensively, you can look at them and say on paper, they're fantastic. I mean, they're top 10 in every category, second most in the league when it comes to total offense, but. Stats can be a little deceiving, and it really depends on who you play, because guess who's second most in the NFL in passing yards? The Atlanta Falcons. What's their record? 1-5. and Now that one win did come against the Eagles, but point stands, right? Yardage does not necessarily translate into success. And so, when you look at the Dallas offense, the first three weeks they were absolutely incredible playing against terrible teams, and showing that, hey, these guys are bad, we're good, let's beat up and let's gain the statistics as much as possible. But the last three weeks have been pretty pedestrian, especially when you talk about Dak Prescott. The bird's eye view of Dak Prescott looks pretty good. He has 70% completion percentage, 11 touchdowns, 6 interceptions for the year. But that doesn't really tell the whole story, because the last three weeks against the Jets, he didn't have a touchdown nor interception. Green Bay, 2 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, and against the Saints, He didn't throw for a touchdown, but he threw a pick. The majority of his production has come against the New York Giants, where he threw for four touchdowns, and against the Washington Redskins, where he threw for three. So seven of those 11 came in the first three games, and he hasn't been very good since. Since they started playing good teams and having legitimate defenses and people who can score more than them, they've struggled mightily, and that all starts with the quarterback with Dak. Zeke hasn't been his usual self either after that holdout, He's currently only averaging 82 yards rushing a game, and he only has five touchdowns, and Amari Cooper, Dak's number one wideout, has 33 catches, 515 yards, and five touchdowns, so he's been playing pretty good, but he's hurt, so his quad injury that's been kind of lingering this week, even if he does play, he's not going to be at 100%. Now, with our secondary the way it is, I'm not counting any chickens before they hatch, but... If there's anyone on that offense they can least afford to get hurt outside of Dak, it would be Cooper because once he came out of that game last week, they were really mindless. They had no he had no idea where to go with the ball. weren't a lot of deep options. Michael Gallup, their other wide receiver has been hobbled. Mark Cooper being somewhat not 100% in this game is going to be a big factor. This Cowboys offense isn't too hard to figure out. They want to throw it deep to Amari Cooper, and they want to run it with Zeke. I mean, that's really it. You stop Zeke, where our defense has the number two rushing defense in the league, that bodes well for stopping him. However, our secondary has been like you know tissue paper. So if a Cooper is hurt, or Cooper's not 100%, or he has to exit the game at some point, that's going to be a huge advantage for the Eagles. The Dallas defense also has been pretty impressive throughout this season so far. Yards per game, they're ninth with only 331. Passing, they're 13th and rushing, they're 12th. So they're right there in the middle of the pack towards the top 10 in all categories. That really starts with their linebacking core. Both Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderesh Esch patrol the middle of that defense very, very well. They can rush sideline to sideline. They can rush the passer. They're also good in coverage. Getting around that, their defensive line, which is highly paid, Demarcus Lawrence is a $100 million man. He only has had 2.5 sacks so far this year, and Robert Quinn, who they acquired over the offseason, is on the other side with five sacks. So that's really where the teeth of this defense is, is in the front seven. You've got two defensive ends, one's performing much better than the other, and then you have two linebackers who help with the running game and the passing game. However, the past three weeks, when they've actually played legitimate competition, they have not done a good job of stopping the run or the pass. They've been absolutely shredded. And if you think if you saw that game last week against Sam Darnold and the Jets, he was doing whatever he wanted to those guys. He was throwing it where he wanted it, when he wanted it, Le'Veon Bell was gaining yards. It was a travesty of defense, so I don't know if they're unmotivated. Looks like Jason Garrett has had some issues controlling his team and motivating them. I'm not seeing too much in the last three weeks that's making me think that the Dallas defense is posing any threat to this offense. We're not going to have Deshaun Jackson, unfortunately. I really wish he would have just got the abdominal surgery and taken it right then and there. Be out for 10 weeks, but come back completely healthy because the way Doug Peterson was talking, it sounds like it's going to be a week-to-week injury, and he's not going to come back at 100% whenever he does come back. Three of the last seasons we've tried Torrey Smith. Last year, we tried Mike Wallace, who was out after two games. And now we have another old deep threat into Sean Jackson, who gets hurt early in the season and doesn't contribute. Hopefully, he's back soon because we saw what he can do that first week against the Redskins, but we don't have him. So, Alshon's healthy. Nelson Aguilar has to step up. And then we obviously have to rely on the running game, and hopefully Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders comes to play. And Zach Ertz and Goddard are also a big part of that. Not having Jason Peters, who's been playing pretty well this year, even though he's 37, but I'm excited to see Andre Dillard. You put a first-round draft pick in this guy. By all means, he was supposed to be a top-10 pick. We leap in front of the Houston Texans to grab him how's the future going to look with this guy? You know, he's been playing, which is a good sign because he's gotten onto the field in those heavy sets and those goal line sets. But I want to see him over the course of a game. And I think this will be a big test for him guarding Carson's blind side. But you got to give the rookie some help. Even though you draft him highly and he's a good prospect, you got to put a tight end on that side. You got to chip with the back. You got to protect against Robert Quinn and Demarcus Lawrence. But overall, I was watching that game against the Jets last week, and I think looking at these statistics really just confirms what I already knew, and that is the Cowboys statistically have both a good offense and a good defense, but the eye test says something different, and the eye test to me says, this is not an elite football team, this is not even a great football team. This is a team that has beaten up on lesser competition, and once they started playing some real people, they've been starting to crumble and show who they really are. Now, the Eagles are not a juggernaut either, I'm not saying that they're an elite team, but I certainly think they have more talent, and they've definitely shown that they can win on the road when they went into Green Bay, and this is not going to be anything more challenging than Lambeau. I'm feeling really good about Carson Wentz already, because he's played blights out this year, and I think the defense with the return of Jalen Mills and potentially Ronald Darby, that could be a big boost as well. I think we can win this game, and I don't actually think it's going to be a close one. We're going to go into Dallas. We're going to show them exactly why the Eagles are going to take this NFC East crown this year. And we're going to give them their fourth straight loss. Alshon Jeffrey, they don't have anyone on the outside that can match up with him. Their safeties aren't very good either. Their back end, while not as bad as ours, is not good. And they've given up plenty of passing yards to all these quarterbacks that they've played. I mean, you can look no further than Robbie Anderson and the Jets last week. So I don't think we're going to have any problem moving the ball on offense. And on defense, the fact that Amari Cooper is hurt is the biggest factor in me feeling so good about this game. He has a quad injury. I mean, it's a leg injury. That's not something that you can just play through. It's going to affect your speed. It's going to affect your cutting and route running ability. And if we can control him and corral him, there's no one else on that offense that scares me. I'm not too worried about Zeke Elliott because he hasn't shown that he's an elite running back this year. He's been kind of plodding around and getting a lot of carries but not really going too far with them. He doesn't have that long speed. Our rushing defense has been superb. I think we'll bottle him up. I don't think Amari Cooper is going to be a big factor, like I said, due to that injury, and I think we're going to be able to move the ball on offense, and I hope that this game is the one that wakes us up. Don't start out slow. It's a divisional game. It's on the road. It's for first place. I don't know what more motivation you need as a football player than to sell someone, if you go out there and you win this game, you'll be in the first place position. These guys better be ready to play. I'm sure Doug has been talking about that the entire week, and even though that they lost last week to the Vikings, they have a perfectly good opportunity in front of them to both win this game and then get into a rhythm because the games coming up are going to be extremely tough you have the Patriots the Seahawks etc but we'll get into that later my score prediction is going to be Eagles 28 Cowboys 17 that we're going to get off to a good start I don't think it's going to be one of these things where we get into a 10-point hole Gamari Cooper is going to be in and out of the lineup during this game and I don't think Zeke's going anywhere so I could foresee a situation where Doug flips the script and says, okay, I'm not going to defer to the second half anymore. If we win the coin toss, we'll take the ball, go right down the field, score a touchdown. From that point forward, the momentum's going to be changed where we're ahead of the game. They have to throw. Dak doesn't have his top target. And we start playing with them a little bit as time goes on, whether that's exotic blitzes or rushing or getting to the passer because... Even though Dallas's starting tackles may play, they are both hurt. I could see a situation where we get to Dak more often than he's used to and making him uncomfortable. 28-17 Eagles get into a position where we're first in the NFC East, feeling good about ourselves going into next, and I hope to God it happens because I'm tired of these slow starts. I'm tired of losing. I want to get out there and whoop Dallas' ass. That's what's going to happen this week. I'm looking forward to Sunday night football. It's always great to be on prime time. Let's get out there. Let's whoop Dak. Let's whoop Zeke. Let's show the world who the Dallas Cowboys are, which is a mediocre team that's going to go 8-8 and this year. Say it with me. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Missing Link Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please rate, review, and subscribe in whichever app you're currently listening to it on. And please share it with an Eagles fan in your life. It's Dallas week and we're all excited, so let's hope for a big victory. I won first in the NFC East, baby. Let's go.